Hi, welcome to the Zone podcast. I'm Paula Benetton. Our guest today is Alison Kiro, a professional organizer and decluttering expert. Our conversation is all about how much more powerful and enjoyable life is when we're not bogged down by clutter. Alison shares her expertise on how to identify and permanently remove physical clutter from our lives and why that is so important for our mental and emotional health. Get your brooms out, listen up and start cleaning. Hi, Alison. Welcome to the Zone podcast. I'm so glad you're here today. Thank you so much for inviting me, Paula. I'm super excited to be here. Alison, you are a declutter expert. I absolutely loved it. And I'd love to understand a little bit more from you. What does that mean? And how did you go to where you're at today? Okay, for me, a decluttering expert is someone who can more easily recognize and identify what clutter is because I understand that the clutter basically is anything that um, doesn't serve your life. It isn't helping support you. And a lot of times when a client has had that clutter in their life for a really long time, they don't see it any longer, you know, and they're so overwhelmed by all of their stuff because clutter does actually cause um, anxiety and it causes depression, that it's almost becomes where you cannot move. And so I come in and I take a look at your stuff with fresh eyes and I help you. Most people get stuck on that. I don't know where to start. So I help you get started. And then I help you devise a system where you are setting goals and then setting boundaries to help you identify whether or not something is worthy of being in your life anymore. Because I think a lot of it is fear of, oh, what, you know, what if I get rid of these things? What if I need them? Well, you very rarely do ever need it. And once you get used to that extra space, oh, so many wonderful things start coming in because there finally is room for that. Not just, you know, and very rarely is more physical stuff coming in because you find you don't need that it starts to free you up so that better things that like opportunities that you want or, or clearer thoughts that you want or just feeling happier or calmer start coming in. So that's really what I think a decluttering expert does. It helps you identify what is clutter and how does it make me feel and how is it showing up in my life and it is in any way supporting me. And if not, it's time to get rid of it and to sort of give you that permission and to help you find ways to get rid of that because people get stuck on the how do I get started and then what do I do with the stuff I don't want any longer. And how I got started, I've been doing this for almost 20 years and I had been working for a major banking company and just was not feeling like I was really contributing in any positive way and just it wasn't the right fit for me. And so I wanted to sort of go out on my own and be in charge of my own business and my own life. And so I started a concierge business at the time and someone approached me and said, you know, you should probably add professional organizing to it. And I thought about it and I thought, you know, a lot of my bosses, I had been getting them organized and teaching them that stuff. Um, but at the time I still had clutter. I mean, if you looked at my room when I was 15 and there are pictures of it online, it's awful. There's stuff everywhere. I have 15 to 30 clowns in there and I hate clowns. So I had a whole bedroom full of them is beyond me, except for I didn't know how to politely set up boundaries. Um, 
so I understand what it's like to live in a cluttered space. And um, you know, once I decided to take that on, I found I had a knack for working with people. I understood the psychology and the understanding of how they felt and why it was hard for them. And so I felt like I could guide these people to take small, easy steps to help them identify what their clutter was and get rid of it and feel comfortable and safe doing so. Because I think a lot of people, when I talk about this, they get really excited, they get really animated, and then the shame comes in. Oh, um, I don't want anyone to see this. I'm so embarrassed by what my I have. I think people are going to judge me because I feel like, especially in the United States, but probably elsewhere as well, there's this feeling like you should be living the perfect life, like you should have the perfect job and you absolutely love it and you're thriving because of it and all your friends are perfect and your house is absolutely perfect and you never have an ounce of clutter and your house is always perfectly ready for someone to show up at your house. There are very few people who can manage to live like that and not crack under the pressure, especially if you don't have a support system. So I wanted to help people create that so that they felt like they were in control of their lives again. And I've actually used it myself. My life collapsed probably about 10 years ago. I got super, super sick and I could not function. And so one of the things that I did was I started decluttering all of my stuff that I didn't need in my life anymore. And even for me, it was super scary. I was like, oh my God, half my closet's gone. What am I going to wear? Well, what am I going to wear? The things that fit me the things I like, you know, <laughs> that I, make me feel powerful and competent. And it's a huge difference. And I would much rather have a few things that make me feel like I can show up in life than a bunch of stuff that's just, so that's pretty much what happened. That's amazing. And I feel it's kind of, we would wear what we wear anyway, you know, because it doesn't matter how many clothes I have in the closet. Like there's always like the top five or 10 and that's what I wear you know, 99% of the time. Yep. And how does that look when you only have the ones that you wear all the time? All of a sudden you walk into your closet, you know where everything is, you can see everything, you can find everything and you like everything and you know it fits. Suddenly you have fun decisions rather than walking and going, ugh, I hate 90% of what I own. And this is most people, especially ladies, I hate most of what I own and I don't know where anything is and half of it doesn't fit. So that's not a fun experience. But how, how empowering is it when you do like everything, when you know it fits and you can find everything? Boom, power. That's amazing. I consider myself to be pretty minimalistic, you know, compared to a lot of people. But I just feel like going back into my closet right now and doing like another round of like decluttering because I really, I'm not sure I'm feeling those feelings like 100% at the moment. I think I, I have, it's halfway there. Yeah. And, and Alice, so what has changed for you, you know, like going to that journey for yourself of uh, changing your life, changing your career, changing your wardrobe and how you live? Uh, what has allowed for you in your life today? Well, I use the same process for decluttering the physical stuff to start taking a look at everything else that was in my life. Because honestly, you have to you have to start pulling things out and seeing it as a whole so that you can be aware of what do I have and how do I feel about it? What am I surrounding myself with and how does it make me feel? Because until you know those two things, it's really hard to make smart decisions on it. So like, okay, my friendships. Let's pull that out. Let's look at all of my friends. 
how do how do I how do these people make me feel? Do I feel you know empowered and loved and you know like I have good friendships or do I feel like I'm giving everything away to people who just keep taking and taking and taking? And that helped me to make some decisions on whether on certain friendships where I didn't feel like there was a lot of you know an even exchange of give and take in the relationship. Um, you know, again, same with my family, same with my career. I feel like you can use the same stuff, the same system to help you just take a deeper look at your life, help you to eliminate the stuff that isn't helping you or supporting you to be able to show up as the fully realized version of the person that you really want to be. And you have to get rid of all that extra clutter that really starts in sort of a spiritual way. And then when you ignore that kind of goes in here. And the more that you ignore that, it starts to maybe manifest as a physical illness and then definitely starts coming out here. If you mm. continue to ignore it until it gets to a point where it is snowballed out of control until you get some help. And unfortunately, because our societies tell us that if we have too much stuff and it looks just, you know, cluttered and stuff like that, you're wrong, you're bad, you should be ashamed of it. And that's what holds so many people back from getting the help and the support that they need is they're so ashamed of it because everyone's sitting there and condemning that. And that doesn't empower anyone to go out and, and create the life that they want, whether they have a little bit of a clutter or a lot of clutter. And I wanted to sort of take that veil off of the shame, the fear and the guilt and allow people to realize that underneath all that junk is the real you. Like I feel like Indiana Jones, when I go in and start working with a client throughout all <laughs> of that stuff that you're going through, it is you, the real you, the person that you want to be. You have surrounded yourself with it. You've just then added in a bunch of junk. So get rid of that junk and start showing up as yourself. Don't be afraid of it. Don't feel bad about it. Be empowered because the more that your light shines, the more that everybody lights shine. I love that. I I feel there is like a real depthness or depth and meaning to what you're saying and associating, you know, like your surroundings, your things, your physical space yeah, uh, or your clutter with something much more meaningful, which is your authentic self, how you show up to the world and the personal boundaries around work and friendship, uh, the emotional boundaries that you either put in place or not. Yeah. And I feel like that this is such an important first step to recognize that that clutter or that, you know, those things making your life a bit less spacious or a bit more heavy or a bit cloudy are just like way bigger than just a thing. Yeah, it really does. It's, you know, how is this person showing up? Do I feel good when they show up or do I feel icky? And if so, that, you know, I'm always like, you're clutter. You know, if someone approaches me in a way I don't like, I just consider that clutter and I put up my boundaries. That's what's great about organizing is it really teaches you great skills and tools that you can use in everything because it does help you to set a goal. Hey, um, you know, when I walk into my closet, I want to be able to see and find everything and know it fits. That's a goal right there. That helps you set up boundaries, right? So you know that you're going to get rid of anything that doesn't fit, you don't like, you know, and then set it up in an organizational system so that you can find everything. And then, you know, and setting up, being able to set up systems simple system so that even a four-year-old can figure out because I make the harder you make them the less likely you are to continue with them so it's about 
when you're done with getting rid of the stuff that doesn't make your life better, how do you set up a simple system so that you don't have to think about a lot of this stuff? Like, I don't want to have to come home and then figure out where do I put my keys or then be leaving my door and go, where did I leave my keys? I've set up a simple system so that I know where my keys go and I drop them right there because I know that I gave everything in my house a designated spot. Where does everything belong? Because I don't want to find, I sit there and go searching for everything. And then I make sure, not perfect at this, to try <laughs> to put things back where they belong after I've done using them, because then you know where to find them. And then if you put like things together, if I go, hey, I need another pen and I don't remember where I put my pens, but I remember where I put my pencils, I can find them more easily. So I set up these simple, these systems because I don't want to think about where I put my keys. I don't want to spend an hour looking for a pen. I want to make, I want to be focused on the stuff that really matters to me. So when you set up simple systems, the other stuff that's just the everyday stuff becomes so much easier and you don't end up creating more clutter because usually clutter begins when you have something you don't know what to, you don't know what to do with it. You don't know where it belongs. So you just sort of stick it anywhere. And then that, becomes a place where more and more clutter comes up. So just simple little things like that can really help you live your life a lot more easily. Cause okay, say I couldn't find my car keys. Took me 10 minutes. I'm now 10 minutes late to get out the door. <laughs> I'm now totally irritated. And by the time I get to work, I could still be irritated and wound up. And then that energy goes and winds up everybody else. So all of that stuff really does affect your entire life. Exactly. And I, I feel like you touched very uh, briefed upon this, but I want to make sure we cover it a little bit more, uh, go back there, which is the connection between cluttering and mental health, because I think it's such an important topic to that needs to be discussed and more and more. Yeah, yeah it is. What is the connection? What is the science behind it around, you know, like organizing your space, decluttering, knowing where things are at? and your mental well-being? They've done studies and they do show that clutter causes anxiety because it's a bunch of stuff that's just getting in your way and it's too much stuff is overwhelming. You know, if you walk into a Baskin Robbins where they have 31 flavors, you're gonna be sitting there forever going, I don't know, what flavor do I want? Meanwhile, you go to a place where it says chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, you can make a decision in three seconds. If you have all that stuff, how do you make decisions, right? And how do you make them confidently and competently? Because you don't even have access to all the information you need to be able to make a smart decision. And so that also contributes to um, feeling more anxiety because you're not able to make those strong, powerful decisions because you have that clutter. You know, one great sign of depression is clutter. People mm. who are depressed have clutter. Every hoarder I've ever worked with, their space is dark. I worked with a hoarder who had, I think, three to four bedrooms. She chose the tiniest, smallest, darkest room for her bedroom. She was sleeping in a single bed where she had three other large sun-filled rooms with queen-size beds that she could have chosen. But when you get that much clutter in your life, and there's always a mental health reason behind that, you don't think you deserve the best. And that's what happens too with clutter is 
it brings you down so badly psychologically, you don't think you deserve help. There is so much underlying shame and guilt and fear in that clutter. Without the right kind of help, without the right kind of tools and understanding of how to get through this, it almost feels impossible to get back under. And when you're, I mean, think about it, walk into a room that's just filled with stuff. It's exhausting and overwhelming. That's why no one knows how to get started because you're looking at the big picture and the big picture looks so overwhelming that you feel like you're never gonna be able to get through all of your stuff. And then you go through your entire life feeling like you can't tackle the big stuff when really it's just about choosing one spot to focus on, one room, one category, focusing on that one, and maybe even setting a time limit of I can do this for 15 minutes and just working on it for that because studies are showing that when you keep doing a little and a little and a little and a little, you are far more likely to become successful at what your goal is than you are if you try and tackle the whole thing at once because it becomes overwhelming. So really it's about learning how to tackle those big emotions, all those big struggles that feel so overwhelming, focus on one thing and then in bite-sized chunks, keep whittling away and whittling away, whether it's I feel like I can't get out of bed because my life has gotten so overwhelming or I just have stuff everywhere in my home. It's about, again, choosing that one category, focusing on it and whittling away at it a little bit at a time and loving yourself enough to know that you're not going to be perfect at it. I'm not asking for perfection. I certainly have a couple of things in my house that probably shouldn't be here anymore. That's okay, <laughs> you know? Um, and loving yourself enough to know that you deserve it, that you deserve mm. a good life and to be free of all of this emotional, spiritual, and physical clutter that has entered your life. I loved it. So it's kind of like really start small, like bit size change. And I feel like that the little wings will give like so much energy and, you know, like that celebrate the little wings and yeah. get the energy from it to keep going to keep changing yeah. little bit by little bit how about okay i've decluttered i have this amazing new space and i feel there's like a natural tendency sometimes to slowly feel feel our lives back with things yeah so yeah. what's the like so what is a long-term solution there you know like for avoiding to clutter in the first place? Well, I mean, number one is retraining yourself on shopping. When you're shopping, um, having the awareness of, do I need this? Do I like this? Will I use this? And really being honest with yourself because a lot of times it's an impulse thing and you're sometimes shopping because, ooh, this looks really cute, you know, and you're not really thinking about, is there a purpose to this in my life? That's how things sort of start grabbing up. Like, ooh, that looks cute and I'm not going to pay attention. And you stop paying attention to what goes on in your life. It's the same thing as about if you're on a diet, right? Say you've just lost 20 pounds and then you're like, oh, I can have those, those potato chips now. And, ooh, I'll take that hamburger. And slowly but surely, because you stop withholding those same boundaries, the, either the weight comes back on or the clutter comes back in. And, you know, I get, I get pockets of clutter from time to time. And now what I have is, again, a boundary. I have a boundary of 
you know, when it starts to feel like in my head, even if I'm not even aware of it, I get this, I can't stand this in my head. And then I remind myself to become aware of it. And I maybe get a pile of this big because any, once I start getting that feeling, I realize it and then I tackle that clutter. And so it's about, okay, my boundaries have been, I've let them go like this and I'm going to get myself back on track. And it's a whole lifetime of doing that. It's about, okay, I recognize that this is something I struggle with. It's probably going to be with me my whole life. That's okay. But as long as I'm aware and I keep my boundaries and I stay back on task and I forgive myself and love for getting off task and I love myself enough to get back on task, it is manageable. Because, you know, again, I, I could clutter up with space pretty darn quickly, but I also know it is so much healthier for me not to. Same with the food. I could, you know, go and eat a bunch of junk food, but I don't feel as healthy and I, I'm not as strong and I don't make as good decisions when I get myself off of that health food kick. And so, you know, I'll allow myself a little bit here and there, just like I'll allow pockets of clutter here and there. But then for the most part, I try and eat healthy. And if I get off of that, I, I get myself back on, but I don't go, because <laughs> in putting that shame, that is not empowering. And I've had clients be like, yeah, I shame myself to get myself to do this. And I'm like, yeah, that's why you're failing. Shame is a terrible <laughs> motivator ever. Shame is a terrible motivator. Fear is a terrible motivator. And guilt is a terrible motivator. But loving yourself to know enough to know that it is worth a life living when you feel healthy and you show up in an authentic, healthy way, that's everything. That's your that's that's I think the entire point of being here is to be yourself and be that best, healthiest version. Wow. And that's when you feel strong. And that's when you start making better decisions. And that's when life starts really opening up for you in every which way. But you have to start hammering away at that, that clutter wherever it's lying and, and loving yourself enough to know that you, you deserve it. Wow. I feel the passion in it. And I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Alison, thank you so much for sharing all this wisdom and life learning and all your experience with us today. Uh, where can people find you if they want to give a start decluttering or if they need some help or they just want to connect because they feel inspired? Uh, my website is probably the easiest way to find me, um, alisonkiro.com, and that's A-L-I-S-O-N-K-E-R-O.com. Perfect. If you want to follow me on social media, all of the buttons are on there too, because I think I'm going to change up my my handles so that they're all together for branding purposes. So right now, definitely go to my website because that's not that name is not changing. <laughs> Amazing. Alison, thank you so much. I could just sit here and talk about decluttering, mind, spirit, and place uh, the whole day. And so, but what is the one thing you you wish for everyone listening something you want to leave them with you're worth it you're worth the you're worth living the life you really want to be living and you can do it if you allow yourself to believe that you are worth it and you just start doing a little bit at a time because just getting started is half the battle amazing well thank you so much thank you that was Alison in her power and element I really enjoyed this conversation and I hope you did so too. 
I honestly feel like taking another look at my wardrobe right now to get all those benefits of easy visualization and decision-making that Alison talked about. If you feel inspired to declutter or better organize your life, Alison has a brand new online course that might be the helping hand that you need. Check it out at her website, alisoncurio.com. If you want to get in touch with us, I'm Paula Benetton, and we are The Zone Global on LinkedIn. Thanks for being here today, and I hope to see you next time. And until then, stay in the zone.